I'm Nigel Flynn and this is my story of how my life was turned upside down by a brain injury four years ago. I will tell you how I've been getting on with that and how it wasn't the best brain wave I ever had. Episode 6, I Will Survive So when you wake up next morning and realise that you're still alive despite the best efforts of the Judox colour chart, you tend to feel a bit superior. That was twice now I'd survived. Maybe I am invincible. Or as is often said in Northern Ireland, it's hard to kill a bad thing. I did a lot of thinking that day and the only conclusion that I came to was that I wasn't going to to let this beat me. I wasn't going to let something as trivial as a brain hemorrhage stop me. If only I could stop singing Gloria Gaynor hits in my head, then maybe I could survive. I was sufficiently confident of my own broken record of doing everything twice. I've been married twice, I have two degrees, I've met my hero Bruce Springsteen twice, and I've run with the Bulls in Pamplona twice. I've also got two children. But I did a lot of practising before I got that one right. The thing is, no one is going to believe me, especially the bit about Bruce Springsteen. There were other things that happened while in ICU that people found hard to believe. It's quite common to suffer from delusions when under the influence of strong painkillers. And for me, this was my ticket out of hospital. I think the ward was in the second or third floor. Anyway, at night, the only thing truly visible in the night sky was the neon lights of the nearby Maybury Casino. With the help of lots of fentanyl, my mind went into overdrive. I became convinced that the casino was a base for some international gangsters who operated a tunnel between the hospital and the casino, which they used to kidnap patients in order to sell their bodily organs for transplant. I became convinced that those young nurses who spoke in a foreign language were part of the kidney-stealing crime gang, and it was only a matter of time before it would be my turn to bundle down through the tunnel for dissection and transportation in pieces to Eastern Europe. Finally, one night, I noticed the butt of a gun sticking out of the pocket on the apron of the one of the young nurses at the bottom of my bed. Some might argue that the gun bore a remarkable resemblance to a notepad, but I was having none of it. I pulled the cables, of the ones that I could anyway, away from my arms, and with every bit of strength I could muster, I left from my bed onto the bottom of the bed beside me disarming the pistol-toting fake nurse in the process and apologising profusely to the guy in the bed beside me. He tried to argue with me that I was wrong, but I told him that he might be, ne- might be next for dissection. I was moved from that ICU ward next day. I was terrified that I was being wheeled towards the tunnel as the orderlies moved my bed the next morning. Instead, I was taken to the ward next door, well, for a while anyway. This has been my own production on Anchor. All rights and permissions are reserved by Nigel Flynn Media. A written version of all 35 episodes is available in print via Amazon. I'd like to thank Mel McCart for letting me use his original music, Paddy McGill for helping me with the graphics, and Elaine Raub for giving me the original idea. You can find me on Twitter on at Nigel underscore Flynn.